Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 45th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I am your host, Katie M. Kane. Anthony. With me in the building tonight is Oh Boy Cali Love. And we also have KV tuning in uh, short. We had a little bit of technical issues on the sound check, so mm-hmm. hopefully he'll be joining. And uh, if if not, we're going to definitely book him for his own episode. But it sounds like uh, <laughs> Cali Love, Cali Love got some things to talk about, bro. How are you doing tonight? Man? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, man. How the fellas doing? Doing all right. Doing all right, man. So uh, you're based out there in Connecticut right now? Yeah, based in Connecticut, born and raised in Oakland, California. Um, based out here in Hartford, Connecticut, uh, where we actually where I actually started the company at here in Hartford, Connecticut. It actually started off as being a Connecticut-based company, but as I went on, like I said, I just took my roots and you know everything that we came from and just duly established it so that it would be corporate. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to no say uh, appreciate appreciate you guys having me on and uh. It's just like relatively a good thing, man. It's a good thing when we can get together like this and uh, promote something that we strongly believe in, which is our culture, our lifestyle, you know, our way of life. I mean, you know, the world is finally getting into things that we've been in for probably over two to three decades. You know? Yeah, yeah, man. And and we <laughs> like, dude, we were talking earlier, and I didn't add this to the conversation, but I want to now is uh. Yeah, that culture that's developed since prohibition, but over the past twenty or thirty years, especially just different magazines and and re- like I love Cypress Hill, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, shout out to Be Real and them, yeah. Yeah, but this new uh this new era where there is a lot of opportunists and people who are trying to capitalize on the legalization, and I'm like you know I'm not mad at that, but mm-hmm. it just bothers me when i'm talking to a guy who owns a company and he doesn't you know what i mean and there's no it's like if the guy behind the counter too it's like what have you tried and if he's like i don't smoke man i'm just i'm like what the fuck are you working here for then man you know what i mean like it it just you can't it's like you could read all you want man about about the genetics or the reviews but if you haven't tried it, oh, there goes KV right there. If you if you haven't tried it at least once, then you can't tell me shit about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, being... A lot of those people they take the relevance away from 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 the from ones like us. You know. No doubt, because being being cultured counts, man. Uh, exactly. For 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 business, from my point of view, like how are you going to sell me something if you don't know anything about it other than what you read online? Because I read a lot of shit online too. Yeah, I, like I gotta apply it to my life and see if it really fucking works. Because if it fucking doesn't, then I can say that to somebody who asked me that question. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mitchell. Uh, we had KV call in. KV, are you there with us? Yes, sir. How you gentlemen doing this evening? All right, we're doing okay, man. We we did the <laughs> intro for Oh Boy Cali Love. Um, KV, can you introduce yourself and and tell us where you're broadcasting from? Hey, man, I'm from Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, where everything is green, the color of money. My name is KV. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, man. I'm a marketing strategist for Sex and Strange Review Company. Um, for old boy, Kelly Love's Review Company. We are the only minority review company in the cannabis industry as of right now that we know of. Um, right. 
there's no one doing reviews like us. As a matter of fact, we're probably going to start breaking off and doing some strip club reviews here in Portland and doing some yes. music reviews yes. also. And yes. along with going on with some Oregon growers and some Oregon dispensaries. And since I'm in Oregon, that's what we're pretty much going to be focusing on here while I'm in Oregon here. Yeah, it's just a you know a great atmosphere to be a part of, man. I just I love it. Yeah, yeah, man, I really miss it too, dude. Like the the culture isn't the same in AZ. I love Phoenix, and I love the people that I've met with and clicked with and and done biz and had fun with. Fuck, I, I miss Oregon, man. Just the the mm-hmm. quality and product knowledge and everything is just like man. It, and there's the strip clubs too, you know. It's like vocab okay. had this. Organ is a whole base. Yeah, my homie Vocab had a rap line where he was in in P-Town. Somebody would must have switched up the rules because in Portland they got more strip clubs than schools. (laughs) I was like, yeah, "Yeah, word up, Vocab. Shout out to fucking Sean Dorian Harvey if he's listening. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, Portland has the number one. uh, I think they're the number one state with the most strip clubs. In one vicinity, ain't they? Yeah, dude, it is. That's how he said that. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, that's clowning, you know? Yeah. Per, per capita, more than any other state, I think Oregon has the most. Other than Tampa. Other than Tampa. Yeah, other than Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, Florida. there you go. Okay, okay. But the rules okay. are totally different here, man. There are some rules that are different. And you got to remember, man, in Oregon ain't no sales tax. Yeah. Mm. That's lit. Man. <laughs> School clothes shopping, bro. Every, every every fucking August, we take a trip to Portland on the weekend and and buy a pair of shoes and some clothes for school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because it was no tax. It was worth the trip. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe go see a concert or check out this like you know, good times, good times as a kid. Yeah, and that that's I why to I was. Okay, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. Get into what you were. Uh... You guys have the Sex and Strains Review Company, which is a website online. You guys are reviewing strains and strip clubs, which I fucking awesome. Well, so, you know what, I mean? so what it is, what it is, we'll, we'll start it like this, you know, me being old boy California love, I'm the CEO, CVO of old boy Sex and Strains. And what it is, is it aims, Sex and Strains aims to design, produce, and release top quality cannabis strain review videos. And what happened is these videos, you know, they were always, when I put it together when I formulated the company, I wanted to produce some strain review videos that were specific, detailed, and articulate, you know, high end, but with, yeah. a, with an exotic twist. So yeah. what happens is instead of that guy that sits there and does a review on one particular strain, what we have is a sexy high end model that actually does the full review, a full in-depth analysis of that particular strain being reviewed. And she does it in the form of a review. And once she finishes that particular review, um, she sits there and what she does is she rates it. You know, she gives the lineage and, and, and the derivation of the strain and she gives the props of where it came from, who grew, who grew it, the details of how they grew it. She rates it. And That's then tight. what happens is, when, yeah, when she rates it, she'll uh, say, you know, hold on for an extended review and rating, oh boy. Now, when she comes back, She's going to do something special for that particular uh, viewer who wanted to see the quote-unquote extended review because it's a little bit exotic. Yeah, 
Yeah. Just a little bit of that. You I, know, I, so it flows together with the two most beautiful things in the MF <laughs> world, man. Weed and women, man. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm serious. Like, that's I, I posted on my Facebook tonight. I said, man, it's going to be a real cool weed and titties type vibe on the show tonight. I hope you guys can tune in. It, it just is, man. I, I love both uh, weed and women, you know? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, yes. So Yeah. Uh, the keys and the elements for and the way we have it structured is first of all, we're a cannabis company. So the my, my my company site is a cannabis forum. Anybody can access the site. Anybody can from a from a culture from a, you know from somebody from every culture can come and access the site. You can just be a supporter, a marijuana lover, an activist. But everybody can access the site. But in order to access the exotic strain reviews, you know you have to really uh be of age number one. You know, yeah. have an open mind, have an open mind. And yeah. basically, the strains that we produce are high-end, high-quality. So the two things that the company looks for are high-end cannabis models and high-end cannabis. Yeah. Like, dude, and, yeah, uh, there's, uh, we've had some breeders on the show, on the show that are re really stellar that I'm huge fans of. And we yeah. can get some of those seeds in your hand. Like, shout-out to Pollen Nation. Shout-out to Dungeons of All. Shout out to terpenology, yeah. you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, g genetics is, it's, it's dope that you guys are going so deep with it too, man. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the free version. This yeah. is the, <laughs> the subscription version right here, you know, like, yeah. uh, incentivizing <sighs> it too. And, and, uh, to me, just from what I saw on the, on the website, it looks worth it, bro. Like there's, yeah. uh, it's not just exotic in the sense of nudity, but exotic in the sense of brown skin, bro. Like yeah, there was this yeah. there was this strip club in Portland that closed down a while ago, like years ago, but it was called You're talking Exotica. about Exotica? You're talking yeah, about the Xbox? Bro, yeah. yeah. Talking about Exotica. Brown skin and rap music. Anytime some homies from out of town came, it's like, yo, let's go there, you know. It just yeah. uh, go to Exotica, man. That's my neighborhood. As a matter of yeah. fact, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no you know doubt. All about yeah, Exotica. <laughs> yeah. and it, it was good times, man. And it was the only club in <laughs> where it was all brown skin. They might have one or two uh, Caucasian women, you know what I mean? But everybody else was ethnic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Black, Mexican, Asian, indigenous. And so, and, and dude, just the music format too, like being able to hear hip hop was refreshing because I came from Idaho. I moved to Portland from Idaho where it's like top 40 or nothing in the fucking bar. You know what I mean? Like that's all you, you know, that's, that's it. You know? So yeah, bro. So it would just, it was cool to go to a place where you could see what you want to see and hear what you want to hear, man. It, it seems uh like your guys, the the sex and strains review website has a very similar vibe, man. I'll yeah, give you guys yeah. props on. Man. Yeah, thank you. That particular vibe is like like I said, it comes from it comes from a background. You know, me being from Oakland, California, KV being from Portland, Oregon, by way of Oakland, California, by way of the Bay. I mean, you know how we were raised. We were raised in a we were birthed into an and that's what I tell a lot of people. You know, this we didn't just start on the cannabis, man. When I was a kid, man coming from the Bay Area, you know, yeah. weed and, and weed was one and the same with our culture growing. 
and yeah. music was one and the same. Hip hop, that is our other culture, and R and B. So I mean, all of that scope of entertainment is exclusive in our lives, you know. Yeah. And when you, that's why I said when you look at the when you look at the company site, and you see you see it for exactly what it really is. Basically, I'm giving something to another brother that they can basically identify with. You can sit and say, I remember that strain and that particular, and all my strains come from back at the house in California. Yeah. That's where all of my cannabis comes from. Shout out to the Emerald Triangle, the Trinity community, my cultivators, yeah. all my growers, all my friends, everybody in East Oakland, California. That's where all of the high quality, high end quality that I have comes from. No doubt. You know, man, so. I, I, man, I worked for my uncle in Seattle for a couple of years, 2013 and 2014. And yeah. he mo he moved to Seattle from Sacramento, and his his OG Kush Cut came from Oakland, and mm -hmm. it was just it was bro it was special. No, I, I there's like forty different tables in that farmers market, right? The Northwest Cannabis Market they had yeah. two locations. There's at least forty vendors, and I man I I'm trying to look at everybody's shit, and nobody had an OG like that. And it was that was the spiel. That was all I really had to say to folks who were Kush. Like there's guys who come in like I'm a Kush man. I'm a Kush. I'm like man, we got this OG that cuts from Oakland. Like, all right, let me get his it. You know, like fuck. And, and, and it just it was it was special, bro. So yeah. I, I always. I give props to California cannabis all day, and, and yeah, I grew yeah. up on a lot of California rappers too. So I, oh yeah, you know, it's it's a oh, lot yeah. of a lot of good shit came from that state, man. You know. Yeah, and again, like I said, back in the days in the culture, man, we've been doing this cannabis thing since junior high, since King and Stage Junior High. So you know, a lot of that stuff is relevant to us, man. It was just, it was just natural. Yeah, it was man. just natural. Then you got, like I said, you got the Emerald Triangle right there, which is right next door. So, you know, one and the same down north, man. So shout out to everybody back home, East Oakland, California, in the Bay Area, and everybody that's involved or heavily involved in the cannabis industry. You know, really give props to those people who support the movement. No doubt. You know? Okay. Uh, hey, so, so, like, I got, I got one question. Um, I, Will was out there in Massachusetts. He he was my mm -hmm. co-host for like he he stopped working with us a, a, like a month or two ago. But he was out there in Massachusetts, I think, and you're in Connecticut. Can you talk yeah. about the, uh, the 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 regulations out there a little bit? I, I know you're parts yeah. of companies like, but is is it medical rec? Like, can you just give just a basic spiel? What what's what's going down out there? Um, what it is is what it is is um. Over here on the East Coast, especially in uh, in Connecticut, Connecticut is decriminalized. They've been working for the last couple of years on, on legalization and following the movement. They're having some uh, altercations, but I mean, it will be a good fit within the next year, next 18 months, for sure. We already know that. The town next over is Massachusetts, and you know, big up and one love to all my peoples in Massachusetts because they're legal. Yeah. And they're recreational and medical next next door in Massachusetts. And I can remember about five, six years ago when Connecticut started all of the invoices of, uh, you know, started to spawn um, getting uh, cannabis legalized, they started opening dispensaries. And I went on a tour and most of the dispensaries, they didn't have no weed in there. And um, yeah. I thought it was going to be like back in California where the cannabis clubs were able to get it from the streets, this, that, yeah. and other. But, you know, the government kind of changed that. It put a fix on that. And they had it delegated a certain way, again, because of, uh, you know, how they were going to market, how they were going to uh, uh, GPS it from the 
seed on down to the actual strain to how many plants, et cetera, and so on. So yeah. the government clause, they clause marijuana and cannabis to a certain aspect over here in Connecticut to whereas, you know, it's on hold before they make any final decisions. And then again, you drive 10 minutes from where I am from out of Hartford, big up to uh, 860 Hartford, Connecticut, and big up to, uh, you know, 413 Springfield, Mass, uh, which is legal. They are actually legal and uh, doing some big things and supporting the movement. And like I said, medical, recreational, they get they got it done in Mass. So big up to Mass. Tight. Yeah. So uh, in, in, in Connecticut, so it's just medical, not rec yet, but they're working on yeah, that medical not wrecked yet. It's decriminalized, and um, you know, they're still just uh going through all the arbitrations and all of the meetings and you know, all of the sponsorship. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna definitely happen because, like I said, the governments, you know, those those so-called governments when they look into those figures, and that's what it's about on their end. When they look at the, look at those figures on what California and what Chicago and what uh, uh Mass, when they look at those yearly figures. Yeah, you already know the deal with that. They no want doubt. in. No doubt. <laughs> okay, uh, so can can I switch back to KV? And uh, can I ask a little bit about market strategy? I, I know you want to add some stuff to yeah. Cali Love, but uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, over this past week, and I, I'm sorry for the typo, Cali Love, like, um, you know, <laughs> That's you okay. didn't have your name correct on the flyer, on the flyer and uh, but KV like shared the shit out of it on ig and his story and uh, like he had all these cool like overlays with ad animations and yeah. i'm just like fuck like you know like I, I would just click share every time it popped up and my you know i'm yeah. like all right share to well, my story and, and, and okay. i was just like man i was like i appreciate the promo because i'm not that savvy with this format and so kv can you talk about ig and promotion and market strategy a little bit Give us your spiel on that, and and as far as how that applies to the culture. I've I've met so many guys who have really nice work, and they're not on IG at all. And I'm like, post yeah. pics of this shit right before you fucking take everything down, and like, bro, like uh, get a logo, like, it, like your work will stand on its own. Like uh, the laws are gonna work out, but like, fuck, dude, like promote yourself. So can you talk about that, KV? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, which exactly do you mean? I mean, because there are so many different marketing strategies, man. You got a social well, media yeah, marketing dude. strategy. The, then you got yeah. a market target of, of who you're trying to, what audience are you trying to attract? Who are you trying to get a hold to? Um, um, and then, and then what about exactly? regulations? Cause, cause for advertising, if you want to pay for ads, Facebook and most social media sites won't, won't run that shit. Right. If it has the word cannabis or dispensary in it or something. Yeah. You, you know, that is big with Facebook and that is huge right now with YouTube. YouTube right now is having a major issue with, um, cannabis companies and, not only that, but advertising ads with cannabis on YouTube. Um, yeah. I don't see much of that happening with uh, with uh, with IG, but I've heard some horror stories. But I guess there are certain guidelines and certain rules that you have to abide by. I haven't come across any issues with the way I advertise <laughs> or I market. Um, yeah. 
that's I know good, like that's, the social media you know. platform Twitter. Um, I don't know if anyone has a Twitter page, but I do. Yeah, I, um, I do, man. Like, um, I'm going to follow you guys. Like, I, I want to see more weed people on there because I, I do. Uh, I shot a video with a girl who does cam porn stuff. You know what I mean? For one of my music videos. And oh, I, follow, I, I followed some of her friends and it's like, dude, they can post whatever the fuck they want on Twitter. Like, there's girls with it in their mouth. You know, I'm like, damn. Oh, boy, yes. Well, the thing is, this is the thing about Twitter, It seems like the weed shit, it seems like weed could just Cannabis community friendly. Yeah, that's what it seems like, bro. I'm like, why is everybody on IG getting their profiles deleted when they could be on Twitter posting friendly? Okay. Um, It is certain hashtag friendly also, but you can't, just like IG, you can't oversaturate your posts. Ah. hashtags okay so so is there there's a formula uh, in the method us... to the madness so there's less a formula than 10 cause... to the madness and everybody's algorithm is a little bit different would you say less than 10 because some people on ig bro i swear to god there's 50 fucking hashtags after the post <laughs> yeah ig has Dude, a rule you know i'm like i'm like what the and i, I try I, not I to use no more than seven three. but it is 10 hashtags you okay. know, it is 10 hashtags, but there Rest are companies ten. out there that really research um, hashtag usage, okay. okay, which hashtags get hit the most. Um, so if you can ever research those particular hashtags that get used the most in whichever industry that you're in, um, it actually helps a whole lot. Um, not only that, you know, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but the we more appreciate you, you are... sharing this knowledge. <laughs> um, we appreciate you. The more you, know you mean? like the more you are vested, the more time you spend, the more time you vest into um, whatever you're doing and whatever your profession in your industry, um, you're going to learn and you'll start to see patterns and methods of behavior. Yes. Yeah, man. Okay. And so and wow. lots of people aren't paying attention at all. You know what I mean? And I'm That's like, all dude, part dude, of marketing you know, has to do with yeah. Like I, I was tagging right. fish at Bonneville Dam one time, man, for for Critfic. I was tagging fish, and we we put a, a pit tag in a fish, and 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 that pit tag ID number is like ten digits long. And we would only write down the last five, but the first the first six or seven were the same number usually. And and most everybody who's writing it down on the data sheet, they only look at the last. And sometimes we would get a tag that was different from a different place. And the first six or seven digits would be different. And I'm like, whoa. And they're like, what? I'm like, did you see that? And like, what do you mean? I'm like, the first numbers were wrong. They're like, no, I didn't see it. I was just looking at the last five because that's what we write down. I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, that, that tag came yeah. from a different place. That wasn't a Columbia River tag. It's like we're, we're, we're programming it as one, but it came from mm-hmm. somewhere else. It was extra, you know? It, it's, yeah. it, it's cool that you say that, KV, because lots of people aren't paying attention, dude. So I, I appreciate you sharing this knowledge because it, yeah. it is, man. You got to pay attention to the patterns and apply that to, to your you. life, man. That's yeah, um, each algorithm, everybody's algorithms are different, man. Um, not only that, this, this social media marketing um, is basically taking 
the corporate world and small business to another level, okay, you mm-hmm. can actually be successful in advertising and marketing if you actually pay attention to these methods, man. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, it's well, just, let me, let me it's, touch on the marketing. I, let me touch on the marketing part to elaborate on what KV is saying. Yeah. And what it is is because of the industry that we're in, because of this particular cannabis industry that we're in, it's going to be overregulated. And it's going to be overregulated to the very end because there's so many opportunities, so much diversity, so many people involved. And it's a very hard to market. It's very hard to market the cannabis value with everything. And what happens is when you have a whole forum, you have a whole forum globally that's so readily involved and ready to just jump in. They don't understand the promotion and marketing of a scheme that has to go on with the social media presence, with the elements of success. They don't understand the structure of a business. They're just trying to get in and put their money in and realize a yield or a long-term growth profit. So when, when we're coming in to do this cannabis thing, however we're coming in, like I said, this is what I said earlier about it takes away from the authenticity. It takes away from, let's say, the grower, the cultivator. They've taken so much away from the cultivator because he is an essential part of this whole cannabis forum, of the whole lifestyle, the whole culture. And by you taking everything away from him, you're limiting him in being at the table. You're delegating more and more of laws and regulatory bodies and, and, and different laws that apply to him. So he's getting it worse, and he's actually the most important part of uh, what we're doing here. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring him and other minorities back to the forefront, back to the forefront of the culture. Let them sit at the table for once and be recognized for what they're doing and their indelible contribution to the cannabis industry. And like I said, on the twist part about it is when you're doing promotional marketing and you're doing a marketing scheme, everything that we've discussed about, you know, the algorithms and the different, different social presence and social media platforms, it's all made to work as long as you create a quality brand and that's the thing about our company and what we're doing that's the thing of why kv is my marketing strategist and my regional vp over there because his job function right there in portland oregon alone has a culture within itself no doubt and this man. is where i can expand uh sex and strength this is where i can expand it to whereas he can go ahead and do marketing promotional marketing on his own he has creative control to do uh, strain reviews, and I don't do strain reviews on anything but cannabis. But KV, being the vice president and my regional over there, he's able to do reviews on strip clubs, dispensaries, anything cannabis related. No doubt, yeah. Anything cannabis related. So, yeah. like I said, I think the whole thing is just everybody understanding that it's not easy. But if it's the life that we're living, if it's the culture that we're living, stick with it. And as we just said, you'll learn the marketing strategies. You'll learn from your mistakes and you'll fail forward going forward. No doubt, man. Good advice, fellas. And uh, I, I dig the, what's it, the minority? Uh, MGA. Culture, MGA, Minority Growers Association. Yeah, Minority Growers Association. Yeah. Ooh, we had uh, a yeah. shout out to Jason Ortiz. He had the Minority Cannabis Business Association. So they, uh, they're down with the cause too. But I, I dig that you guys are... Because their website's legit, but it's it's they do a lot of like government lobbying and stuff, yeah. you know. So it's real, 
It looks like a government website. Well, we haven't got that far yet. That. Well, dude, but, but to me, I, 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 checked, I checked out their website to interview him, but I checked out your guys' website. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, like oh, okay, cool. There's some shit I want to look at on you. Not, not to hate on MCBA. <laughs> not, not, not to hate on MCBA, you know, because they had some cool content. You guys had some goddamn content, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so I, I'm sorry to interrupt, KV. Could you continue with what you were saying? <laughs> well, no, there's no interruption, man. It's just, I was yeah. just, um, I was just happy, man. I'm just elated that you were saying, you guys got some great content. And for you to even be able to say that, man, it, um, what? it lets us know that you know we're actually you know my 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 partner Callie's on his job man him and the him and the 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 the, the actual team of 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 mm-hmm. uh, man just the whole sex and strange team man <laughs> you know yeah. it's just you know from the ground up man is trying to really just trying to make things right you know and do things the right way first of all we are for the cannabis culture but you yeah. know we want to eliminate the the stigma when it says sex. Sex and strains is for the more mature adult cannabis connoisseur. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yes. Yeah, like I, I, okay, so I'm going to add this to the convo too. Uh, I lived in Portland from 2010 to 2018, and mm-hmm. I, I DJed at a few strip clubs. I, I, I got to DJ at Exotica on a Sunday afternoon for audition for five or six hours and there was only two or three dancers on but i felt like the fucking man because i was in the place i like to kick and and they closed shortly thereafter <laughs> so i think that's why they didn't hire me but i also dj'd <laughs> at a club heat which was the uh jv feeder oh. club to club 205 i never made it to oh. 205 I, I worked there for for four or five months and then they let me go and then also at uh the run out in beaverton um, I can't remember the name of it before it was the runway, but I, I DJed there for a month or two. And then at Club Sin Rock, it used to be Jody's on 122nd and Glee. Uh, I was there from when they opened until like, uh, like, like for nine or ten months. And then I left because I, uh, I had a super big medical op out Sherwood that I was like, man, I can't be staying up till four in the morning. So I, I focused on my cultivation efforts that summer and left that. But I, I gotta, yeah, dude, like I gotta say that it, it, it's cool that you guys are out there and reviewing that kind of content too, because it is. It's, um, I ran into, and there's, there's like strip club folks, but I would run so many, so many weed folks and weed homies at the strip club. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was, What's up, you? Yeah, it's like, different, yeah, bro. Can I say yeah. something, man, to what's going yeah, on in some of these strip clubs right now? Well, yeah. what goes? Well, you know how you have you have you have your smoking section, right? And I don't know if you guys yeah, have it's like that. A deck area, I know it's in a Oregon, deck man. Outside. Look, okay, look here, man. <laughs> we go to a bar that's got a patio or a strip club that's got a yes. patio on the back, on the back, right? And you know, it might be what I don't know, it might be fourteen feet, you know a little bit more than 16, 18 by 20 or something like that, just like a patio. And it might be covered and it's got ashtrays and shit. And, you know, for the patrons that actually, you know, come in and actually, you know, purchase food or alcohol or anything like that, they can go out in the back and instead of having to go out in the front, you know, and indulge in their nicotine, 
uh, they allow us to indulge outside in the back with, with in, our, in our marijuana activities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying to you, man? Yeah, dude. Again, like, uh, the perfect yeah. form. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I love that what shit. what I just said to you, man. Well, what well, I'm saying to a... you, man, is they are really allowing. See, with the laws that are going on, they are allowing us in Oregon to go to a strip club or a bar, and if we smoke, go out on the back patio. Well, yeah. marijuana's legal. <laughs> He'll let us smoke weed on the back patio, man. Weed tobacco yeah. on the back patio at that particular owner's and club's discretion. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that was the thing too is uh, sometimes security. Like out of out of ten guys. Maybe one or two would be a fucking asshole and say, "Hey, you can't smoke out." But they wouldn't. They wouldn't uh, tell on you or call the cops. They would just come out and say, "Hey, you got to put that out." You know, what I mean, real gentlemanly. But those other fucking eight, eight or nine guys, they, they, you know, they didn't give a shit. And and as a DJ, like you know, some some girls are on dope or whatever. But there was always uh, that that top twenty percent who performed well and made their tip. We treated each other well, but usually, and fucking almost all the time, bro, that top 20 performing percent at the strip club, as far as dancers, they also, and so it was like, they'd bring their little, you know, blunt to work, and I'd bring my blunt to work, yeah. and we'd take two breaks, smoke yours, smoke mine, mm-hmm. all right, cool, let's get back to work, and it just, the camaraderie as a DJ with my coworkers was uh, solidified and strengthened more through cannabis, and just, uh, being in a wreck state too and not not catching any shit from anybody yeah. it just felt okay man you know this is how it should yeah. be you know we're not bothering anybody we just, we just came here to have a good time and look at some women and well that's what's giving, well bills. that's what's going on right now man and they are basically shit we got little smoke lounges here man i gotta get over to this one smoke lounge as a matter of fact Kelly, i gotta i gotta get over here this week man and Take some pictures and film this joint, man. <laughs> the smoke lounge. We got a smoke lounge over here. <laughs> so I gotta get over here. And yeah. See what's going on with it. Well, we we, we need uh, we need to de- definitely do a review on that smoke lounge. Is that the uh, the one on Eleventh and Pal Northwest Cannabis Club? Damn, I think it may at? be that one or something like that, or the one on because those it's, guys, it's man, when, on I, like when I work. When I worked for my uncle like in Seattle, twenty-first. It was there's a couple of them, the, and I gotta get over there. Yeah, the the, the uh the Northwest Cannabis Market in Seattle. The Northwest Cannabis Club. That's where I yeah. gotta get to. I just left the Cannonball two weeks ago. Me and my yeah, nephew six, just left the Cannonball on ninety second and um and and pal. Oh boy, well, that was my first time there, and boy, I swear we had a ball. It's yeah, on my yeah. page. It's my yeah. last post on my page, man. It, 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 it. I, I. And we got invited again next year. So, hopefully, the thing is, we're going to be getting a lot of banners, you know, uh, and a lot of marketing tools for you know, sex strange to actually be at a lot of these conventions and we conventions. Yeah, we got a lot of up and coming so, venues. Yeah, dude. I think if you guys. Yeah, if you get a table at an event, like, and you just have a couple of model girls, because I've seen that at different weed functions, but if it's just your table with your logo on the t-shirts yeah. and all that, like, oh, yeah. man, that shit yeah, is we'll, We got the team working on that diligently right now. We got, I've had invitations for the company to more than five or six venues in one year. 
especially here in Mass, down in D.C., a couple of different places. So we'll um, we'll definitely have that in in, uh, in the air in the part of our marketing stream. And we're also looking for those cannabis models. I mean, that's exactly what happens on a day-to-day basis. My team, they uh, do different interviews and different second interviews and different casting for different models. And, you know, one love to all the models that do hit back and tell me that they're so busy, but they, they love the company and they're going to, when they find some time, they're definitely going to come. And could they please do a review video? I really admire and love them for that, you know. Shout out to the, to the ladies. No doubt, man. Ladies, if there's anybody listening and you, you create online content, please please holler at Cali Love online, especially yeah. if you smoke, you know, like create something for their website because yeah. Yeah. everybody has their, their fans only premium Snapchat and shit, but contribute yeah, they... something to the culture, ladies. Holler at your boy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I'll like, tell you, man, my phone rings almost 24 7 because on my business card when i got my business cards done years ago i actually put my actual phone number on there so i have to screen you know my, my executive assistant she screens most of the calls and she does every first interview so you yeah. know good try <laughs> yeah that's dope man dude i answer anything from a 503 i'm like it could be a fucking guy for the show or a job or you know <laughs> Most times it's yeah. a fucking robot trying to fucking get me to give you know, and I'm like, whatever. But it, it, like yeah. I understand. But you you probably get many more cool calls than fucking robot. Yeah, yeah, they they come through. Yeah, they so, definitely uh, come through. So be, before we went live, Cali Love, we were talking yeah. about your um, YouTube channel. And yeah. also about the show that you have. You're also, in addition to sexandstrains.com, you, yeah, you created yeah. a, an online TV show, which is yeah. uh, cannabis oriented. And and yeah. you're like, can you talk about that a little bit, dude? Because I, uh, and and we have 20 minutes in the hour segment. If you guys want to stay okay. on longer, please do. Because because right. I, I don't have I don't have anywhere to go or anything to do. I'm sure Mitchell and those guys can hang you know, 9.30 or something. So it just, I, I, I want to hear as much about the stuff that you guys are doing. I don't, don't want limit to limit it to an hour if we don't have to. If you, if you right. can talk about the, the show that you have, man. All right, well, it's all good. We have uh, my business associate, uh, Old Boy Sexy Strange is my company. My business associate is a friend of mine. His name is Ching, Ching America Films. And Ching America Films is the film company that I'm executive advisor I'm the executive advisor too. And what ha- what happens is Ching and I got together and he had already had a continent of hits of web series. He was one of the first persons to do web series coming out of the New England state. And when we got together, <clears throat> we put together a couple of shows, one in which we won an award for uh, Bishop and the Juice Crew, which is uh, uh, one of the Ching America films, uh, Homicide Hartford, 860 Hartford, uh, which is another show and uh our most recent show ganja boy now ganja boy is uh it's a it's, it's our project and it's especially sincere to me because everybody loves it and how yeah. i title it is ganja boy is a modern day chichin chong a better than half baked and a higher than how high that's yeah. how we market it Dude, you feel me yeah. and, and, and if and you take a look at it <laughs> that's, that's if you take a look at ganja boy head, you know yeah if you take a look at ganja boy trust me Everybody who's seen Ganja Boy, 
They binge watch it. They go back and they watch it over and over. And they're like, man, the, 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 the language, you know, the, the, the culture. And we have a different strain of marijuana in each episode, each chapter. So, like I said, my boy Ching America, shout out to Ching, uh, Ching America Films, shout out to uh, CT Terror. Shout out, Ching. And uh, our, yeah, out, our, our entire cast. Yeah, our entire cast that we have, our uh, our committee, everything at Ching America Films. And if you look, everybody wants to make sure you go on the Ching America Films and look at the upcoming projects because we're in negotiation right now with a distribution deal for Ganja Boy. So I want the world to see what Ganja Boy really and truly is, man. Again, it's for our culture, and uh, yeah, and, no and, doubt. And, 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 and I like, dude. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want you to spoil anything. But like, so. Like, are you gonna like sell it to YouTube or Netflix or Hulu or something? Like, are, are they, like, can we get a whole season of the shit? No, and I'll, I'll put it to you like this: We got something big in the making, and 420 will be the start and expedi- expedition of it all. Tight, dude. Yeah, like, uh, I think <laughs> I think our first episode last year was on 421, and uh, we had we had Jackson McCormick from Natural Wonder. Shout out to Jackson. That's my guy. Um, mm-hmm. he, he owns a dispensary called Natural Wonders in, in Portland, and he, uh, I knew he had a bunch of shit going on on 420. And then Josh yeah. Galbraith, too, he he was on our very first mm-hmm. episode, too. And he was at Kaya Shack, so I Josh know he Galbraith had shit I, going on. Me and Josh went to school together, man, for years. Oh, uh, that's tight, man. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. Like, yeah, uh, shout man, out to Josh, man. Yeah, Josh is a good and, dude. Yeah, and dude, I I met him. It was like a Facebook weed group or something, and he was just posting that he had um like like some teens like that were yeah. vegged out for sale. And I I I had like space for five more plants in my backyard, so I was just like, "Yo, what's up?" And he was like, "Man, I'm just trying to trade for some oil." I had a bunch of distillate and fucking syringes. So I was just like, "Bro, me." And we met at the strip club, bro. It was. Uh, it was over there off of Powell. What's it like? Deviate or something with a D. It's right there on like Powell and Yeah, Deviate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, we met there. It's like I drank a beer waiting for him. And then he showed up, called me. I was like, you want to go inside? He's like, man, I'll hang out for him. I'm sure he's married. I don't want to put him on blast and stuff. But it, it just, yeah. uh, it was cool. We met there. But he, we put the plants in my fucking trunk, gave him the distillate and bounced. And it just, ever since then, I, I've just stayed in contact with him. And he, he's just a really good dude, man. And, and, and yeah. make it yeah. on, on, on all kinds of different avenues. It's, he linked me up with you guys too, man. So shout yeah. out to Josh, man. Shout out to Josh, man. Yeah. Shout out to some of those ladies. Shout out to some of those ladies in the uh, cannabis industry, like Miss Oregon and Lady Furnace and, Gina J, you got some you got some real ladies that are putting forth a hell of an effort, man, and making a lasting impression on the industry, man. And I commit on what they're doing. No you doubt. Know, I consider man. them my ganja girls. No <laughs> doubt. Yes. Yeah. Same. Look man. like Mitch over there watching Ganja Boy right now. Look, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Started chapter four, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Mitchell and Jess out there in production, man. Those are my guys. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Hitman, man. Stank Boy Seeds, man. My homie Hitman, man. Always, always with you in mind, man. And just, you know. Yeah, Hitman out there, man, in Oklahoma right now. I mean, Lord knows, got that sex driver Kush popping off. And it's in stores. Um, 
And it uh, was one of the best cultivators I've ever been around as of right now. We've got all kind of strains, all kind of things going on, yeah, man. And just, that's um, dope. I'm, 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 man. Just, I'm just glad to have him a part of Minority Growers Association. Man, can, yeah. man, if if you can plug me in with him, I'd love to have him on the show too because I had one homie from Washington that I thought was heading out there, and I don't think he did. Like he, yeah. he didn't he like he whatever for whatever reason he didn't head out there. I ha- there's a couple girls on my friends list that are from there. They're they're not. I don't think they're cultivating or anything. So it, as far as that state goes, it seems hella wild west still. And I'm like, fuck, man, if I had the loot, I just bail there. And because like you can get a license, there's there's like no limitations to anything there right now, really. You know, so it's it, it would be dope to, to have him on the show and ask him about that too, man. It, yeah. uh it seems hella wild west and. It's like, man, as long as you, you got quality product and you're, you're a promo and people will shop with you, you can gain a piece of this pie. Because that's yeah. one thing I've seen is it, it's a state-by-state state basis. The pie is only this big. So yeah. once yeah. legalization happens, how big is your slice of the pie? Because it's not going to get larger than that. And maybe once it goes federally, you know, people can export and send shit out. But for now, it's like how many people live in your state and how many of them buy weed on That's a regular another basis. segment right there. I can answer a lot yeah. of those questions. I've been you telling know, people. That, that, that goes on with the marketing strategy. Yeah, dude, because mm-hmm. in Oregon, that's what bummed me out. That's why I left. It's, it was just like the, the packs I had medically from I, – I couldn't give that shit away in 2017. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. nah, we'll give you this, and it's like – I spent too much fucking time and effort to get yeah. that. I'm like, what the fuck? So it, it just uh. Well, oh, I'm so hold on, man. I don't want to cut you off, but you no, just no. Do your thing, man. Do your thing. Right there. Interrupt. What year was that? That was 2017. When they was when the grow when when certain growers that were medical marijuana growers or were certified medical marijuana providers and cultivators that had patients because. I've been. A, I was a medical marijuana under the OMP since yep. inception. Okay. Yep. And it all depended on the cultivator and the grower on what your allotment would be. And yes. if some guys didn't know how to grow, or their farm wasn't as large as others, your 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 choice of selection. Okay. Yeah. was limited yeah am i right or am i wrong no you're right dude and and uh right before wreck more medical like people would because i was always trying to get patients to put on my farm because i was trying to go as as big as i could and patients would say and yeah, that well, and guy, that was guy. hey that was that was the industry hustle here in oregon yeah at that time it if was you, if you look back if you look back at the time and you compare the time then, and you look at what's going on now, you'll know that was the Oregon industry hustle. Well, dude, that was and the it Oregon was... marijuana, legal Oregon marijuana history of that was their hustle, bro. Okay, but it, it right was, now, it was you know what's going on right now. They're down. not letting no, no, they're not letting anything. You can't get a license here if you had two million dollars. They all held yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. whack, man. And it, uh, with with the like certain medical growers, like patients would tell me they were like, well, this guy online offered me an ounce per, 
And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, he should give you uh, two ounces per month. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because uh-huh. the, the law is That's written law. for possession at, at 24 law. ounces. By so law. that it's that, that, that breaks By down law. at two ounces per month. That's a year for, for at two that time. Per month, you know? Yeah, now, and so like people were even chinting on that, and so it's like that's that's how I would entice people. Was like, yo, I'll give you an a pound and a half, and these are the ten strains I got. They're like, whoa, you got this? I'm like, yeah, you know, like yeah, I'll hook you up, man. All I made for Thanksgiving, bro. You know, I'm like, I got you. Well, the industry, the industry is gonna be like I said before. It's gonna be over overly regulated, you know, to yes. the very end because there's so much, so many opportunities involved. And the whole thing about anybody coming into the industry right now, it's going to be very hard in the future to market cannabis because the value has now been identified. They've identified the value and everything, and they've seen it. They got statistics to go along with it globally. So everybody wants to jump in. So what happens is you got to revert back to the original P&M strategy again. You have to market your your uh, your product. You have to have high-end quality product, and that's what Sex and Strange, that's what we do. I make sure we have high-quality content, high-quality marijuana strains, and anything we do, it can't be mediocre. And you got to start questioning, you know, PMM, the question being, you got to start branding uniquely. You got to start marketing uniquely what you're going to have and put out there these days because it's going to get harder and harder. Yeah, and I, I commend you fellas too because uh... – I don't know. I, I I'm a fan of weed and women. Those two are combined. On a there we go, baby. Oh boy. Video like I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna watch that over the fucking YouTube ad. That's fucking. You know, it's some farmer talking about how they grew barley or hops, and then the hemp law changed, and it's like yeah. a 15 minute ad. I'm like, I don't. Want this guy yeah. doesn't he he's not a part of my culture. He's just trying to cash in, so I don't want to listen to what he has to say. But yeah. you guys, on the other hand, I'm like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Check this you gotta out. be innovative, man, you know. And that's yeah. the whole thing about it. Yeah. You gotta be innovative with it. You know, we gotta have a little fun. I mean, this is my life, this is my career. So I had to implement a little form of fun. Gotta be yeah. exotic at some point in time. Yeah, you man. Know? Like you know what we were talking about earlier, KK? When we were talking about the music aspect? Yeah. I have one featured artist. We have one featured artist on uh, on Sex and Strange, which is Ballhead Man. Ballhead Man is a yeah, personal yeah. friend of mine that I grew up with. Yep. You know? And he does uh, he does hip-hop rap, which is rock, from a rock-based vibe. And I'm actually, you know, <laughs> Sex and Strange, we're actually shopping his deal and distributing his deal and just putting out his content commensurate with the company. So shout out to Ballhead, man, my partner, I'm from California, E. Bush, man, for being that artist, for having that song, you know, I always, and it's just like, you got to just be innovative, man. You can't stop. You got to, the thing about social reform and social presence is a continent of material, a consistency of material. Yeah, That's how it man. works. Yeah. You know, you got to be relevant, man. It has to be relevant. Yeah, dude. And and like, dude, that's, I'm a musician. It was rap when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. When I got to Portland, I had a band for a year and a half. The band broke up and I, I just stayed rock and roll after that with my producer. And it's been seven years since I put out an album. I got a bunch of songs ready to release as singles this year, but I, I started doing the podcast last year and it's, mm-hmm. 
I enjoy a lot and consistency, how you're talking about that. That's the most yeah. important thing to me. We have to do it every week on Sunday live yeah. at eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if we can't book a guest or a guest flakes out, then we got to go live for at least 30 minutes and, and talk yeah. about, you know, the industry. And it's uh, sometimes it's difficult, but it's it's awesome when I can link with guys like you they have stuff that they're trying to promote too man and uh yeah. create, create some good content dude because that that's the main thing is like if, if it sucks and nobody cares about what you're talking about then fuck who's gonna listen you know what i yeah, mean yeah exactly and and, and and so that's I, I appreciate you guys come on the show because th this is a really good interview and uh i just hope that Anybody listening can hit up their website too, sexandstrains.com, and then mm -hmm. look up Ganja Boy on YouTube because it's uh, it really Ching is America good. Films. Yeah, yeah, Ching America Films is the channel. Um, it it really is good good content that's uh cannabis industry related. So um, I I thank you guys for doing the cross promotion and all that, man. Because yeah, that, that, like that's a reason well, we why we started doing the song, podcast. Man. Well, you that's I, I started doing the podcast too, because because for a couple of years I would look online and and not to hate on Ganja Boy because you say Treach and Chong, but it, it like most <laughs> of the podcasts that I would see online were guys that were in character like Cheech and Chong trying yeah. to talk about the weed. And I, you guys don't actually have any experience. You guys are just reading articles online talking about it from your character's point of yeah. view you know what i mean and it, it, it wasn't entertaining to me so i was just like man we gotta do our own um shout out to will for for helping us start out man uh may, maybe he can future i don't know what he's up to he's busy but it it yeah. just I, I, I wanted to i worked with him at a dispensary and we would have super dope convo you know and we're just like do a podcast talking about weed is the shit you know yeah. and and, and yeah. every, so it, it just uh most of those podcasts that i heard before we started creating ours were not entertaining or engaging to me we wanted to try and create something different too so um it, it's man fuck it's cool that you guys man sexandstrains.com ladies and gentlemen mm -hmm. i i just i think the website's dope and, and i haven't watched the Gotcha boy, gotcha boy TV <laughs> show. Yeah, but I think Mitchell and Jesse have seen an episode, you know, so I'm sure they're yeah, vouching started, for it. Started chapter yeah, four, yeah. man, so you guys yeah. can get it. Yeah, so <laughs> and, and, uh, trust me, y'all be ready. Yeah, y'all be so, ready. Usually, yeah. when we when we film, when we film KK, usually I get we do one takes, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha yeah. boy, we can't even do one takes with Gotcha boy because I mean, it's so funny, and then my cast and my crew and all of us, I mean, we be, they be so high. It's just we're trying not to let. I mean, it's just the experience alone, man. That's why we had to do on location and bloopers for this particular segment of Ganja Boy because, like I said, me and Chang alone filming and I'm on my hands and different angles and exposure, man. I'm I'm laughing like a motherfucker. Everybody high as a kite. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> a okay. modern-day teaching song, man. Yeah, man, I I can't wait to see it on the fucking smart TV too, man. Like, yeah, you gotta yeah. secure that. I'm gonna be like, yeah. I'm gonna share the shit out of that. Like, man, check this yeah, out. Yeah, bro. Yeah, these guys on the show, check it out. But uh, so I haven't reverted to any of these for the whole show. 
but I, mm-hmm. I want to before it's over just because I feel like it's relevant. So uh, there's there's two sides to this question, and I want both of you guys to answer. Um, the, the, the first part of the question is, um, what has been your smartest move on, on, to, on the path to where you're at right now? And then the other side of that coin and that question is, what has been your biggest mistake? you know, on the, on the path to where you're at right now, because, uh, like talking about the good shit is always fun. You know, I mm-hmm. enjoy that, but, but, uh, just, just for our listeners, I feel like the, the stuff that's fucked up and went wrong and, and taught you something is relevant too. So like, that's, that's still part of the experience. If, if you guys could elaborate on that, uh, your, your, your best move and your biggest. Okay. Um, for me, for for the company for Old Boy Sex and Strange, which is sexandstrange.com, the uh, the high points, the key points are the elements of success. You know, you know, it's just like just having primary primary sources of profit. You know, having an angle, having a team that works diligently 24/7. I mean, KV, my executive assistant, my director, for my whole team, Ching America Films, both companies, we're just on it 24/7 to try to promote capture and expose the company you know and as far as uh as far as the flaws the mistakes that have been made which you learn to capitalize on probably has been um content production you know you can't slack when you're trying to push and escalate and innovate a company you can't slack off you have to have continued consistency with content and whenever something happens Somebody has a bad day, they can't get this done, they can't get that done, and you're actually dependent on your company, you have to have it structured as a company. It can't be no friends, it can't be no family, it has to be structured in relevance like a corporate structure, virtually in- integrated on from there to here, to where's all the team. If you notice, I never say staff, because I don't believe in staff, I believe everybody that works with me is a part of our team. Word. So, yeah, Same. yeah, so... Same. Yeah. Come Shout on, out baby. to Mitch. Shout out to Jess. You know what I mean? Like, man, for real. Team, man. Team. Team, baby. Uh, one of my best moves, man. One of my best moves. One of my best moves. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> was uh, as of right now, I'm going to tell you a couple of them. Just a couple yep. of them. Yeah, man. One of them was um, hooking up with my partner, Hitman, and Stank Boy Seeds. Okay. Yeah. In uh, in uh, 2018, man, and really building that relationship and just strengthening it and keeping it. Um, not only that, but just um, building and strengthening relationships. Period. As time uh, progresses and goes on, um, for me, has always been my my best moves. Is has has always been to strengthen and build a relationship based on you know, overall, uh, performance, um, uh, shit, me, man, my goal is to be a walking billboard. Okay. Is to be a walking <laughs> advertisement, a one-stop shopping center, um, yep. uh, for whatever and everything that I am involved with. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd probably say my second best thing that I did, man, was hook up with, 
my family, your boy Kelly Love, man, and start fucking with Sex yeah, yeah. and Trace. I'm not. <laughs> 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 no, dude, like, uh, I like I, Josh, put me on to you guys, and I was just like, "Fuck, this website's," t-, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Man, okay. There's le- legit content. Um, like these guys are trying to make some good shit. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, man, hell yeah. I say you one know? of my regrets or my mistakes. Let's see. One of my mistakes, man. Um, fuck. Let me see. Yeah, man. Should, man it, don't it's be, don't just be so many, man. Listen, and, man. You know, it is so yeah, many. And, and you can, you can share more than so many. I'm trying to figure out how many, bro. You know, many. Because there's so many, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. A lot of this shit ain't, uh, uh man, a lot of this shit ain't sunshine every day, man. Um, one of my mistakes. Fuck, I done made a few of them. Um, Damn. Hey man, I'm 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 gonna be real. Being an asshole. Not being likable. Same. Same. <laughs> For real. So I'm just gonna sum this shit up too, man. Alright. Alright. For real, man. I'm, I'm just like For real. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Right. Fuck his team. I don't give a fuck, man. You know, like that's, that, having that attitude is say, I'm guilty of that, bro. and I'll I'm say losing too. focus. Getting caught up in shit that don't add up. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, man. Yeah, we are, we are losing focus like that. Losing focus and getting caught up in the shit that don't add up to the bottom line. Yeah. And I'm yeah, not talking about dollars, you know family. Sense. I'm talking about dealing with your business and with your business partners. Okay. For real. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I, I agree, okay. man. Sometimes it's, uh, um, it's just not it's not working out, and it's like, you know. And, one yeah. of the things I pride myself on, though, I will say this. One of the things I pride myself on, man, um, is uh, my work ethic. Same. Um, I'm, same. That, Goes a long I, way. I'm, I'm a procrastinator, and but I still grind hard. You know what I mean? It's like I, I don't want to work on shit. I don't want to work on. I have to go to work to pay my bills. Like I, I fucking try and book people for the podcast because I want people on the podcast. Like please, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's like, man, yeah. I, I want to consistently make a good show so I can sell sponsorship or advertise. I mean, so it's a. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, I I try to remain focused, and that that is difficult sometimes. Cause that's all we can do, though, is keep our focus, man. And then this yeah. allows us to be better when we got a foundation, our very own foundation of support. You know, when we can do this, and you know, we utilize and realize our resources, and as we used to say, kick rocks and connect blocks. Because I'm gonna tell somebody, like I did today, I told about ten or two, ten or twelve of my partners, check out this podcast. These my, these are my boys. I will be on there tonight. I want you guys to tap in, tune in. So it's all about how you resource yourself and how you uh, recommend and admire and appreciate your loved ones and the people that support you. Yeah, man. No doubt. And it, you know? Uh, yeah, real uh, community vibes too, dude. Cause yeah. I've, I've had, I had uh, my homie Monster Beast on the show from Phoenix, but nobody else has really hollered back from down here. You know, I've I've talked to multiple shops. It's like everybody's too busy or too cool. But shout out to Monster Beast because he 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 was a dope interview and had some cool music stuff to talk about. 
he hosts a lot of the the music functions down here but it's yeah it's a joy to me to be able to talk about other stuff than just weed that's that's related to weed so yeah it's and 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 also guys who are creating content man you know man click on this and check it out man yeah yeah yeah. because a lot of and we're, maybe I don't think we're friends on Facebook or anything, but I, I post political conspiracy theory bullshit, but I, I don't watch any TV anymore, fellas, you know, like I just don't oh, okay. pay attention to it. I'd rather see what guys like you and everyone else is creating on YouTube and, and then yeah. hear their take on the events that have taken place that, that are on TV. But it's like, I don't care what fucking Joe Schmo fucking teleprompter going to say about this event like i, I want to hear yeah. the, the homie on youtube get, you know giving the real because he he's looking at way more and saying way more than what they're saying on tv and so the the content that is being created by communities like ours online is really where it's at and and that's what i choose to tune into because that's yeah. what's actually happening on the ground and it, it hasn't been filtered through some suit behind a desk in Hollywood or or anywhere else. It's like, nah, man, nah, like nobody green lighted yeah. this shit. I, you get live you know, action yeah. all in the field, all on the court as it's happening, live action. Yeah, yeah. man. And them cats can fly, so yeah, you know. And and that was another motivation for the podcast too. Is just anytime the news talks about something, there's rarely a quote. And if there is a quote, it's like less than 15 words from a guy about yeah. one thing, and that's it. And then it's their take on it. And it's like, you guys are missing a whole bunch of this shit from everyone else's point of view. Like, we, we need, like, these other people need to speak their piece, too. Like, not Joe Schmo fucking teleprompter on the fucking TV. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It, it, it just, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I appreciate what you guys are doing, you know. It, it's uh We appreciate so you, man, for being able to give us a voice to be able to yeah, to, exactly. to let the people know you know who we are and what we're about. And yeah, you know, I thank you for us to be able to be able to have this opportunity, man, an hour and a half that just you know, of us just being on the podcast, educating and, and, and you know, teaching and, and sharing. Um <laughs> and introducing ourselves man so we thank you man thanks man we thank you yeah, bro we really appreciate real, it man you and your whole staff man no doubt yeah, my team really my team it, man. my team you know what i mean like yeah there you go because we are like uh my homies have their company and i have my company and we're both uh certified indian businesses on our reservations so yeah we're trying to we're trying to milk this internet business thing because we're not we don't have to pay two governments on taxes once it makes Yeah, money. capitalize on it, man. That's good. Yeah, and it, it's just, uh, I'm just glad to have some team members who aren't too busy to do work and contribute, you know. Shout out, yeah. shout out to Mitchell and Jesse, because they, bo- they both do, man. Like, it's a weekly thing. And sometimes it's like, fuck, fellas, nobody yeah. responded. I couldn't get a guest. It's going to be me by myself. You know what I mean? And so those guys will still look up stuff online for me to talk about and, and mm-hmm. give my take on while we're on the show. And it, it, it still turns out okay for 30 or 40 minutes. It's just, uh, 
consistent consistency is key man you know so it, yeah. it is a tough grind so i i appreciate you guys and i respect everything that you're fucking doing man. yeah i got a appreciate question for that, you man. man yeah and this goes for you too kelly check it out did you guys read about what just happened in chicago with them opening up the dispensary and then um, on i believe the south side one of the dispensaries got robbed for how much <laughs> You guys read that article yet? No. No. You ain't read that article yet? No. Man, yeah. What happened? Let's get it made. Man, it's an off. We're the we're the only industry that's basically a ninety six percent all cash basis. You know, most of the mm-hmm. most of the banks most of the banks and everything they don't want to deal with the word quote unquote cannabis companies. They want to deal with them, but they want to deal with them with a with a with a, with, a, with, a, with a, you know a long spoon. So yeah. again innovative the word innovative has to come into play with what we're doing how we're doing certain things have to be uh taken advantage of you have to beef up your security you have to uh make more relationships with security companies and this that and the other anything that'll be made as a preventive measure for all the bs to come into play you feel me yeah yeah that's one thing that's one thing here in az too they always have an arm outside yeah. of uh every dispensary yeah yeah he, he's you gotta do that with. yeah he, he, it's not an intimidation thing but it's like yo if you want to try it <laughs> I, man i think security companies yeah, security yeah. companies in the last five years have gone up yeah for real Fuck yeah. yeah for real man they've gone up man so you know everybody's making a good contribution but like i said it's us that evolve in this culture, that stay in this culture, that are made for this culture, that make it work. And it's only us. So we have to keep our forum tight, keep our resources tight, and do what we're doing like right now. Honest and open vibes, man. Good vibes, good mm-hmm. understanding, man. Peace and love with all of us. No doubt. No now, doubt. I got another question. Yep. Check it out. You in Arizona, right? Italian. Yep. In Connecticut. Check it out. Yep. Here in Oregon, there are some delivery companies. Do you guys have any delivery companies in Arizona that are de- legally delivering cannabis to its patients and or customers? Nah. It's Hell illegal. no. <laughs> nah, it's illegal. Can't do that, Like when I first got down here, it, it, like I tried to holler at shops because they're still medical. And it's like, they were like, we can only grab from another shop who has a grow. And I'm like, yeah. it's not trapped in the state. What the fuck? And they were just like, nah, we can't do that. I'm like, what? A- so I that figured out on IG right. that they have, they have. That's still against markets. the law, baby boy. Yeah, they, they have farmer's market. And it's like private on IG. You, you send your card and your ID and they invite you. I figured out how to become a mm. vendor. And at the first ones I went to, fuck, they were cracking. There was like <laughs> two or 3,000 people. Like, holy shit, this is worth the $200 for a table. You know what I mean? Because I'll cake up. But the guy who was running those, I guess, got knocked. Like, he got in trouble for running a, de- a delivery service or something. It's like yeah. everybody, everybody on IG circulated his little rap sheet photo. And it was just like, fuck, I was bummed. And, and I, I figured out a couple other ones to go to after that. But they just didn't have the attendance. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. man, this ain't worth 
state to state regulations, man. So yeah, wow, and, and so well, yeah, it just I, that's why I'm I'm heading back to the northwest just because I I just want to grow my own and not have to deal with what's available in the desert. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny that you say that. Callie said, "Hell no." He said, "No." All right, well, check this out. <laughs> I know you probably going to laugh when I tell y'all this because you probably ain't seen this shit. In Oregon, around here, <laughs> they got certain, some, some delivery services, man. Did you know that? Yeah. They got what? Huh? I've, I've got. I've got <laughs> they got a weed delivery here. service to you, man. You're a patient, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, yeah, that's in Oregon. Yeah. yeah, that's in Oregon. Huh? That's in Oregon. They you got caregivers in whatever whatever state is legal, yeah. But once you start that interstate and all that no other stuff, man, no, no. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on. I just found out. I'm about to do the research on it, and I want you guys to help me. Maybe it can be a, another segment. But peep game. And this is real. Because I was with the bud tender just the other day um, at the dispensary, and we were talking about it. And there's a law, I don't know if, I got to Google this shit, but I want us all to Google it so next time we get back together, we can have an issue to talk about. Um, you know, there are a lot of these legal states that are popping up legal, case in point, Illinois, okay, uh, that went legal, recreation, and they could sell, just distribute out of dispensaries, okay, I don't know if y'all found out or been paying attention, but Illinois ran out of weed. Did y'all know that? No. Yeah, we knew that. I knew that. <laughs> they can't. They just yeah. talking about, hey, man. <laughs> we ain't going to be I don't think it's, I don't no think it's one place that went March. legal. It's not one place that went legal that did not run out of weed. Yeah, that's pretty much the, once it goes wreck, that's what happens. I don't think it's been oh, one place. He's talking about them new states. Legal. Talking about them new yeah. states. He's talking about them new states. <laughs> yeah. See, you go I giggle, man, because in Oregon, we're not going to have that problem. Okay? Honestly, we're not going to yeah. see that problem. We never yeah. will see that. I, I, I guarantee you. We won't ever see that problem, man. Okay? Yeah, um, it's, it's populated different. Huh? Yeah, it's populated it different. Yeah, there's only three million people that live. Yeah, you, you, that's populated different, KV. I mean, you talking about you talking about a big city, and they're doing basically no, like a, a, a you know a, no. a introduction offer for shelters. Yeah, you're right. But I'm just no, man. Listen to me. I'm just gonna hear me out. You guys go on my IG page. You'll go down and you'll see where it say Oregon is sitting on X amount of pounds of weed. Da 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 da. I'm going yeah, to explain man. to you the future, what's getting ready to happen here in the next year and a half or so, okay? It's privileged information. Probably shouldn't even be sharing this. But <laughs> it happens. Look, there's a law here, man, that is, that is allowed certain legal states to negotiate distribution from legal state to legal state. Yeah, man. That's, so let's just, the... yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, and, and Oregon is top on the list. Okay. Um, or there are some cultivators that have a license to be able to cultivate in more than just one state. Also, 
now what's getting ready to be on the federal marijuana uh, lobby is actually um, legal state to legal state distribution. Okay. Let's just say per case in, in case in point, I've been talking about Illinois, Illinois, Illinois. Okay. That's because I know Illinois ain't got enough growers and cultivators that are a one that got as much information or know how to grow like these cats out here in California and Oregon. I just know it. Kelly, am I right or am I wrong? No. Yeah, you right. I feel like you're right too. Same in AZ, bro. Like I'm not impressed. Right with the now, 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 yeah. now, check this out. Oregon is gonna let a motherfucker grow weed, bro. Okay, okay. To the legal states that ain't that aren't growing that 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 aren't running out of weed, Washington, Oregon, California, shit like that that aren't running out. Okay, that's because they have enough cultivators on paper legally okay that will that the state that the government has allowed them to just keep fucking growing illinois didn't yeah. think they was gonna run out of weed man they don't have enough growers there period nope. they don't have enough growers to grow all year long uh, hopefully they hopefully they just figure that shit out yeah, man. You gotta supplement all those fucking warehouses with outdoor too. Otherwise, yeah. it's just not gonna. Where they gonna grow at? Cold as it is, they gotta have everything indoor. Yeah. that LED, that lighting that LED thing right there is gonna be cost effective for real. Yeah, you know? yeah man. Yeah. It's, it's, so I don't think they were really. I don't know who or their sales projectionist. <laughs> Or their grower projecting this, but man, if you're gonna do something like that, I would at least advise the motherfuckers to allow your cultivators, your legal cultivators of that new pioneered legal marijuana state, allow them to grow for a year and a half or two, just to just grow all year long, so you guys don't have a a, a supply and demand problem. Because <laughs> that's all it is, man. <laughs> I mean, I read the article, man, and it said they're going to have to wait till March sir, for a reharvest. There's no, I don't understand, man. If you can reharvest every, what, three and a half, four months? Two and a half, three months if you if you got the space. Depending on the strain. Just stagger your If it's indoor or outdoor. Yeah. Or if it's, understand me, uh, uh, outdoor sun grown. Well, yeah, for, for outside, you, you could pull two cycles depending on where you're at. Yeah. Depending yeah. on where you're at, yeah. So. Yeah. So, hey, fellas, I got to sign off. I got my phone's going crazy. I got my team, everybody hitting in right now. So I want to extend okay. my thanks to Concerned Dabs. Oh, yeah, you know, no, no, no to the, Let you guys know, man, I really, I really and truly appreciate it. And uh, I do hope that in the near future, I'll be back on with the MGA or Ganja Boy or something so we can uh, have the same type of vibes right here. And I'll be tuning in and having all of my peoples tune in to you guys every Sunday as well. No doubt. Thanks, man. Uh, yes, I'll sir. send you the link. Once we have the, the links for Spotify and YouTube, I'll send them to you. And, uh, yeah, Most we'd definitely. Love, we'd love to have you back. Can you shout out your social media and everything before you sign? Oh, yeah. This is Old Boy Section of Strange, man. I'm the CEO, CBO, Old Boy California Love, man. East Oakland Zone, Young Vance, man. Shout out to East Oakland, California.
California. Shout out to that village where I'm from, man. From the Ville to the Hill. Shout out to Hartford, Connecticut. Boss Life Player, Stanford, Connecticut. Worldwide, my ghetto to your ghetto, backyard to yard. You know how we do, man. Oh, boy. No doubt. I'll hit you up, bro, man. Have a good night. All right. Good night, man. Okay. Much love, y'all. Yep. Stay blazed. Much love. Yep. All right, KV, hit me later on, too. Okay. Once that wow. All right. Hey, hey, I hey. Make sure y'all watch guns. Make sure y'all watch that ganja boy, man. It's, it's, it's on here. That's the next That's the next wave, man. Check Slick out. No doubt. I'm on it, King America Films, Ganja Boy. I got to get up out of here, King America Films, Ganja Boy. Much love to y'all, man. All right, bake up. Yep, later. Oh, boy. Once that wow. All right, Cali Love, we're we're getting close to 930, man. Do you want to do your wrap-up and uh, talk about anything else, promote your social media before you go? Oh, man, this is KV, man. Uh, You can catch me on my Twitter page at, at MouthpieceKV. M-O-U-T-H-I-T-H-P-I-E-C-E-K-V. That's on my Twitter page. On my IG page, <coughs> you can call, you can catch me at U-G underscore Enterprises underscore Game News, and that's N-E-W-Z. Um, and uh just want to shout out uh, all my people, man, here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, my now six. Uh, oh, man. the rapper, six uh, the rapper. What'd you say? Six the rapper, six the rapper. Like little sporty. Yeah. Yeah. That's your homie. Yeah, that's my nephew. Uh, Ty, man, I like his music. He he did a couple of the, <laughs> the artist showcases with SP, man. Like that guy's got flows. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting, fact, but um, I'm like, oh yeah, man, he's got flows. Like, he dude. just produced a track called "Without You" by uh, Fetty Six One Nine, featuring S. Dot Loyal. Um, it's called "With the Without You," produced by Six. As a matter of fact, the video just dropped last week, I believe, February six. I believe February six or seven. You guys can go tap, check that out, man. That's on Fetty Six One Nine's album. Shout out to them. Shout out Portland. Fetty Six One Nine. Um, Fetty Six One Nine, produced by Six know. from Portland. Holla at your boy, man. For real, that's yeah. Um, that just dropped. Um, just involved with a lot of different things, man. Want to shout out my. My fam, my partner, the old boy Kelly Love, man, at sexandstrange.com, man. We got a new, an uh, actual new review coming up. Y'all check that here out soon, man. And check out the review uh, that we got um, off of, uh, that's actually out right now. That's on Triple Chocolate Chip Strain um, from Novick Industries, man. And, uh, and that's what you can find out, man. Shout out to ConcernedDabsMan.com, man. Thank you for having me on, man. My boy Josh, you know, at Distro. You know, let's go on here, man. And, uh, man, I man, I just appreciate y'all having us on here this evening, man. And hopefully we can do this again. No doubt, man. We'd love to have you back, bro. Especially just to hear updates on, on what you're working on currently, man. And, yeah, dude, we, we appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for tuning in early and dealing with all the sound check issues and all that too man like that oh man that's what you gotta do man you think you gonna you you have to have a sound check (laughs) yeah and and you gotta have a sound check man and uh, we're going live from without a good sound check make sure everybody's on the same page and you know yeah and i'm learning this podcast stuff too myself so you know man i just appreciate that myself no doubt. 
Thanks, man. Um, I'll, I'll also uh, send you the links once I got them. The YouTube shit should be up there right after, but the the Spotify should be on Tuesday. I'll send those to okay. you. Okay. Well, uh, I'll make sure I share them all on my Twitter page, man. Open up a Twitter yeah. page at Concerned Dabs, man. Um, yeah, we, we, got, the network, we got one man, on so we can cross promote, and I can help you. We got we got one on there. I'll, I'll follow you. We got one on. I just I, we probably don't have any followers. <laughs> Maybe like ten or twenty or something. But yeah, I, I I want more weed folks to be on Twitter too, because it's like IG is really censoring and limiting, and and Twitter is like, do what the fuck you want, man. Yeah, that's, that's not cool. only that, they have a couple other different options as far as you know. You've been able to do your show. You know um, yeah. the way you're doing it, and they also have a, a partnership um, with Periscope, also. So you know things of that nature, also. Man, just just little different things, man. Little different, uh, just twerks and things that different social media platforms have. That's why when you were asking me that 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 question earlier today, you know, um, and I was elaborating a little bit more on how these social media platforms work when it comes to social media marketing and how you're trying to yeah. market target your audience. You got to pretty yep. much know each platform's, you know, algorithms and or methods of madness, um, so to speak, um, yep. methods and behaviors, man. You know, that's why I try to just, uh, use all of them. Um, but I don't have a Facebook. I do not have a Facebook. I will not see yeah, no Facebook until I get Yeah, I'm trying to get content. away from it, dude. I'm trying to get away from it. It's just, it censors everything. It wants you to pay for everybody to see what you're posting. It's like, fuck, man. If somebody likes or follows me, then let them see the shit that I'm putting up. But they're like, no, somebody has to share it or comment on it. Or you have to pay $5 for Everyone, you know, it's like, fuck. I just, that's really? not in the nature of why this doing was created. Right now? I did not know that. Yeah. So, I, yeah, dude. I, I want to be more on Twitter and IG, too. I try to refocus. Yeah. It's just I have so, I have so many friends and family on Facebook, but it's, I, I got to come up with a campaign to be like, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Better shit on Twitter. Titties on Twitter. Well, weed on Twitter. Fuck, there's nothing well, on Facebook. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, man, um, Twitter's reach is a little bit larger. You know, if you ask me, that's I just agree. in my opinion. Yeah, there's no 5,000 people limit. Opinion. I agree. Facebook is good for events, though. You know, like you got a concert or, or a live show going on. You, you can hit people that are actually on there that you know that are in your town might spend 25 oh, yeah. bucks to come see you rock, you know? But but otherwise, mm. I'm like, Psh, I'm just, I'm over it. And and, and that's why I, I dig the interview, too, just to hear about, you know, the hashtag limit and stuff like that. It's, you have to pay on Facebook, but it's it's cool to hear about other algorithms on, on Twitter and IG where it's like, there's workarounds, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so you just kind of yeah. just got to know, just, you know, I call it content management. Um, yeah. You know, know which content to put on there and what content not to put on there. And just, you know, being consistent, bro. No doubt. And just being yeah. consistent. Yep. Well, man, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I got a skedaddle. Get ready for oh, work yeah, in the good, morning, bro. man. 
No, nah, man, and, all uh, good. It's 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 nine thirty. This is a. It's been a long time since we had two people. I don't have we ever had two people on at the same time. Mitch? We have okay. It's been a long time at least. So it's it's been dope, man. And uh, thanks for staying on. It, like man, it was a dope interview, KV. For real. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I, and uh, I, man, I, man, I, I've been uh, hope to uh, get back on real soon. Okay. Yeah, man. We'll hit you up and we'll send you the links once we got it. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna do my outro dance. Ladies and gentlemen, this was the 45th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I was your host, Kitty M. Kane. Our guest tonight, oh boy, Kelly Love and KV from SexandStrangeReviews.com. Please hit them up. Also, check out Ganja Boy on YouTube, which, what was it, Ching? What was it, KV? Ching? Ching, Ching America Films. Else? Ching America Films is the channel. Ganja Boy, Ching America Films on YouTube. So please check them out. Um, I also got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a main node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.